You're listening to Always Open number 102. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. I don't even like to pee in the same time as people. I've had people come into the stalls with me and I was like, I guess this is the kind of friends we are. (laughs) (laughs) And I've I've done it and I felt really proud of myself because they clearly don't give a shit, but I'm over here being like, you can see my vagina. Welcome to another episode of Always Open. It's me, your girl, Barbara Dunkelman. So glad you're here with us today. And I got some beautiful brunette ladies with me today, starting with... Hi, Erin. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! Jessica! Yeah! That's me. Uh, Your friendly neighborhood brunette. We're all brunette today. You're outnumbered. I've got black hair. Yeah, I well, guess non-blondes, four non-blondes. Yeah. Three. It was non-blondes. like a really crappy Texas, sitcom oh, wait, no, intro. Texas is blonde now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I, I'm liking being here at this table with yeah. you guys. Oh, I feel a little intimidated. Bunch of oh. dark-haired vixens. Yeah, mm. beat you up. Yeah. Boom. We used to have uh, within a different friend group we had at the office a competition of like brunettes oh, yeah. versus blondes because yeah. it was like three blondes and three brunettes. Yep. Was it for smarts? Because we know who would win that. <laughs> Because blondes are stupid. But it, <laughs> Aren't you a natural blonde? No one asked you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Erin. Hello. <laughs> so glad Has you're Aaron here. Has Erin been on a non-Ruby episode? Yeah. I have once, okay. I think. I think it was with, with Mika. Sam Ireland? And Sam. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, 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 I was yeah. thinking about that earlier today. I was like, I don't know if we've had Erin on if without been, the other Ruby girls. Yeah. I'm this an individual. You are. I'm more than just and Ruby. first time for us. Well, the first yeah. time. It's just the first time we'll for pop, We're just popping Ooh. a lot of cherries. Ooh. Ooh. Let's hey, pop Mama. some cherries. Yeah, so. Well, let's pop the first cherry yeah. of the show. Okay. Oh. Which is, uh, we're doing our Cheers to That segment, which we haven't Ooh. done in a little while. Okay. Oh. So I just wanted to get okay. some, uh, some positivity going, since it's been a while, and hear about some nice things that have happened to you guys, whether it's mm-hmm. like something nice that happened to you today, or this week, or this year. We're already halfway through 2019. Oh my god. Oh god. Shut up. <sighs> Almost. It's weird. Oh my gosh. No one asked you, Maybe Barbara. Halfway. Yeah, that's the theme for this one. <laughs> no one <laughs> asked you. Everyone asked me. I'm the host of the show, bitch. <laughs> Jessica? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jessica. Uh, over the weekend, I watched uh, Brene Brown's Netflix special called A Call to Courage, and it talks about mm-hmm. being vulnerable and how. I think if we were all a little bit more vulnerable with each other, we could have better relationships, mm. better relationships with ourselves. And I watched that, and then I bought her book, Dare to Lead, or Daring Greatly, I think it's called, and started reading it at the pool, and it's been really great. Feel good about yeah. it? Yeah, that's wonderful. You were, yeah, Instagram storying it? I was, because so many, I was like, there's so many people in my life that need to watch this. It's also just like, hey, watch this, all, all you people, but also myself. Well, then I got, I got to, I didn't even have to open my own Netflix That was only three it. minutes of it. That was only three minutes of it. It's an hour and a half got special. The, got the whole thing. You watch it. Just of it. We're covered. Yes. Well, cheers to that. Yeah, it cheers was really to great. Cheers to being vulnerable. Yeah. Which we've talked about we on the show talked about before. Yeah. With uh, Elle Mills, I believe, it was a whole subject about mm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my drinking dance. Ooh, mm-hmm. I love it. We're all doing the drinking dance. We all got fancy waters. I know. And yeah. fancy liquors. <laughs> yes, this is water. Water. Mm, water. Sure is water. Adult water. <laughs> it's a water. It's a water also, there. You haven't been, I, has it been, it's been a while since you've been on because you were filming Arizona Circle. Yes, which is great. And now you Which back. was amazing. I yeah, that was really great. It's, yeah, the pilot came out last year. And so, um, yeah, people saw it at RTX. And yes. then on the first a, night. On a first only ex, uh, content on the Rushith website. Ooh. Yes, yeah. And so we shot for about, it was a month of shooting, and it was it was definitely a lot of fun. It was I think it was brutal in a lot of ways for the crew, but the crew also had a really, really fun time. They were laughing at all the content. Like, we might have had a 5 a.m. call time, but they were laughing all day long, so that's Good. what makes it all It seemed exhausting. Can you imagine yeah. having to have, like, a, like a 3 a.m. call time and then, like, go work on Schindler's List? Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, that's gotta be tough. Just right? thought about that. <laughs> that's a bit uh, heavy. 
That's interesting that you bring that up. <laughs> Quite a reference. <laughs> yeah, I know, that Quite just came out of just right, like, yeah, like, <laughs> No, you're right. By waking up super early to go work on something that, like, like really is depressing. Sad. Yeah. Sad. You're like, yeah, I, I know I'm going to be here. for that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to be here for 12 hours. And yeah. it's just Isn't this supposed to be a cheerful segment? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Then when it's like waking up at 3 and work on Schindler's List. <laughs> hey. Hey. You <laughs> never know. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. This is true. Someone did do it. Someone's got to do it. getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. So that, yeah, maybe that see, was it. Silver lining. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, early call times are never easy. Mm -mm. No what, about what about you? You got some? Yeah. Um, I mean, I posted about this on social, so you guys already know about it. But I've been working out with the trainer um, for a while now. But we recently started doing deadlifts, which cool. I love. I love weightlifting. Weightlifting yeah, dude. is so much fun. That's Meryl, a very sexy thing to say. No, Meryl's been getting into yeah. it, too. You mm -hmm. two feel powerful. It's just also, like, it's way strong. more than cardio. Oh, yeah. Like by a thousand times. Yeah. I really like Pilates, though. Pilates is, is cardio? Fun. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, that's core. I feel like it's stretching yeah. and it's. Yeah. But it's Dude, not like running it. and stuff. Oh, look at those. Do you use the machine? Look at my guns. The Pilates machine? The thing? Reformer. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> I've only done it once, and <laughs> so it was awful. Yeah. It hurt so bad. bad. Yeah. No, dude, it's great. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it, anyway, it looks scary. scary. Like, get all shaky on it. Yeah, you do. Well, it's it's an intentional movement. Slow at, like, a steady pace, but, like, heavy uh, resistance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's better for my knees, because I'm old. <laughs> Which is what <laughs> we were talking about low yeah. impact. last week. Yeah, about getting low old. impact. But um, so, so I've been deadlifting, and I told my trainer, I was like, I want to deadlift my body weight. That's like my goal. That's so like cool. I think like we started off at like 60 or 70 pounds, or whatever. And over the course of a couple months, I've now gotten up to my body weight. Dude, just nice. a bitch. Which That's is 135 awesome. pounds. I'll I'll say it. I yeah, bitch. Dude, me too. I've been a deadlift. Weight wins. Yeah. Twinsies. <laughs> Wait, That's weight winsies. Weight winsies. Weight winsies. So um, yeah, did uh, five sets of no three sets of five with my body weight after doing some warm ups. Dude. Are you gonna go up? <sighs> yeah. yeah. Now the goal's double. Yeah. Well, I won't get there. Get it, get it. Now you gotta deadlift yeah. your yeah, trainer. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I know. Cheers. Are you gonna be like one of those guys who like lifts rocks, mm. like really big rocks? No. The thing is, I have terrible grip strength, uh -huh. so I have to use like little hand glovey things yeah. when I lift. I have um, to do it with Pilates too. Get get so schwitzy. I get schwitzy, <laughs> and my grip is bad. So, yeah, but yeah that was a huge accomplishment. And uh, that is one of the things That's though awesome. that I knew was gonna happen that we all experience all the fucking time. Posted a video of it. 99% of the comments are like, great, you go, like, yeah. Yeah. you're so strong, yeah. this is yeah. awesome. Other 1%, so um, you should be putting your butt lower to the floor and uh, blah, blah, blah. All of all Of, of course it was. Men. Here's a piece so, of hair. Just, just going to put this out there. I work with a trainer. He knows what he's doing. Also, don't comment on people's form when yeah. you see them uh, post something that they're proud of. Right. In general. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. asking for it. No one asked you. Yeah. yeah. No one asked you, <laughs> as Aaron would say. Full circle. That was quick. Uh, mine's similar. Also, been it's about a bit about a month now that t Texas and I have been training together. So cute, Ooh. by the way. Um, cute. We're little workout buddies. We get up at That's 7 a.m. Ew, so gross. Workout. Yeah, I would oh, thank you. Uh, and it's funny that you <laughs> say that your grip strength is what you, like, we, because we've been talking and wearing gloves because we've been like proud of our calluses that we're getting. Um, oh, I our, see our, tra I our trainer. Oh yeah. yeah, our trainer is he's actually he um, competes in grip strength. That's so, an like, actual thing. You oh can yeah, he's like yeah, flying I mean, to Russia as man? we speak. This yeah, the Pan Man. Trained in grip he, strength. Yeah, so he's just like, like they're he dick can, jokes. Oh yeah, I know, right? He can <laughs> go and like lift brain. like what like three hundred pounds with like one arm, just like but he has a video on his Instagram where he just um, rolls up a frying pan. I saw no. it. It yeah. was bonkers. Yeah, he just—he was just like, oh, I did it for fun. It was like a Christmas party. Like oh it was like—it's it's like his party trick. Just like Holy roll crap. up a fucking frying pan. I feel like Any I would be commenting, way. "Crush me, daddy," on every one of his posts. <laughs> yeah, that's how Texas and I are. Every yeah, every every time we go in, we're like, let's yeah. step on us. But um, yeah. so you you said that you wanted to get to your body weight the other day. I asked Christina Parrish um, how much she weighed because I want to be able to squat her. Uh huh. Because <laughs> I. So I have a thing with Christina, yeah. um, who's one of the girls who works here, and I throw her in the trash. I, oh, I pick her that's up. that's kind of you. I but 
what? She lets it happen. She lets it happen. Which is weird. Her reaction to it is, yeah, she just like she. But then, but then when I go and pick her up, yeah, yeah, basically. When I go to lift her up, she always like makes herself limp, so it's easier. So she's not resisting. She gets like, okay, I belong in there. She gets as much enjoyment from it as I do. Right. But yesterday when I did it, yesterday when I did it, I was like, hey, how much do you weigh? And she was just like, you're not supposed to ask that. And I was like, fucking tell me. And so she told me, and I was like, that's my goal. That's how much I want to squat. To be able to just like put Christine on my shoulders and just squat her. I, I yeah. feel like you could probably do that now. I think. No, you no. You know, you don't think so? My squat is not good. I just started it. I mean, I've been like a month in. Yeah. You just said leg strength like, oh, yeah. increases real fast. Yeah. Once you once but, you get into it. But yeah, Texas and I are workout buddies. And oh, I love yeah. it. Well, Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to people's health. Absolutely. Yeah. Mental and physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Erin? Uh, <laughs> uh, I started. Seeing a therapist? Yes! 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 We celebrate that on this show. Well, I mean, it's always kind of a pain in the ass, I think, to find a therapist. And it's not like I I feel like I ultimately need anything. It's just a a nice way to not put so much, like, um, baggage on friends and stuff. Like, you don't want to weigh down your friends with, with... Everything. Also, your constantly. own. Yeah. Mind. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, my and I'm a, that's my anxiety talking. I don't want my friends to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I got a therapist. Yes. Um, and the first one that I contacted and that contacted me back is actually perfect. So I, it's I, I didn't have to work that hard. And yeah. I know finding someone is always a big old pain in the ass, oh, especially yeah. in Los Angeles. But no, she's great. It's been I've seen her twice now, and it just feels like I'm chatting with a friend. And do you feel like it's helping you, even though it's only um, been two sessions already? Yeah. I will. Uh, here's the thing. I don't really know like what I need help with specifically. That's it's probably, probably part of the process. I yeah. Too is just like discovering what. Yeah. Is I, in there. I just felt like it would be a good move to to start talking to somebody with like a professional outlook on things or pro- out, professional outlook. A professional. Yeah. yeah. And um, a non-biased, so people can tell me what I'm like doing wrong and right. Yeah. Well, not wrong and right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking. No, <laughs> no, that's, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, that's totally fair. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so I feel that's like that's what I'm doing. Now I'm I'm the only one I think who still has yet to find a therapist. I just I was gonna say like I just found one too just recently, and I've only gone to her twice also. Yeah. So mine's very new uh-huh. still too. So. Yeah. I feel like she's my best friend already. That, there you go. <laughs> That's great. I'll she cusses like me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's good. How dare. Yeah. I told her she, I, I was on the phone and I just kept saying like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And, she go, and I go, I'm sorry, I'm a sailor. She goes, no, it's okay, me too. And I was like, I found my lady. Fuck, 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 fuck. Someone could be your true self. <laughs> yes. Well, cheers to that. Yes. yes. Cheers to that. Yes. It's very important. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, uh, audience, mm-hmm. if you have any cheers to that, feel free to tweet us. So, hashtag yeah. cheers to that. We'd love oh, to yeah. hear from you as well. Yeah, the show. I always get them all the time. People getting married, people yeah. getting engaged, people yeah. doing school stuff, people doing health stuff. Even if well, we don't read them on the oh, show, we still love yeah. to see oh, yeah. them on Twitter and social media. And yeah. May's Mental Health Awareness Month, so yes. there you go. A month to, yes. to fix yourself. May is a good month. A good it month. is. Isn't it also Pride Month? No, June. No, that's June. June. Oh. Right, okay. See, it's, what was, oh crap, never mind. <laughs> I want us to drink every time Erin has a thought and doesn't, she, she changes her mind on it. That's going to be a lot. <laughs> well, we're going to play one of my favorite games. We played this last week on the show and I was like, I want to do it again. Yeah, it's called what is Hypotheticals. This? Okay. They're basically hypothetical questions, but like, not exactly as you would expect them to be. Jesus okay. And they're a little more, there's always a little twist. Right. Yes. Like my drink. Here's mm-hmm. the first one. <laughs> a little twisty. A total stranger picks a fight with you at a bar. Mm-hmm. This stranger is exactly your size and weight. You have done nothing to this individual to warrant such animosity, but the stranger really wants to fight you. And to make matters weirder, this stranger wants to fight you on the moon. Hell yeah. And this is somehow possible. You and this stranger will be transported to the surface of the moon, outfitted in ultra-thin and very comfortable spacesuits, and rigged with lightweight oxygen tanks. You will then be expected to fight for 10 three-minute rounds. You can't use weapons, there are no rules, and you cannot quit unless you or your opponent are knocked unconscious. Do you accept this challenge? And if yes, what is your moon fighting strategy? Can I have a follow-up question? Yeah, sure. Do we know if this person has any background in like 
Are they an astronaut or? I don't think it so. It seems like it's just like so a clone of you. So they have just as much experience on the moon as I do. Yeah. Like okay. it's just no. you doubled that you're finding yourself. I mean, why the fuck not? The moon is a terrifying place. I just get to go to the moon. This sounds like so much work. But if, I get to, <laughs> if I get to, like, if I know that I'm going to go there and I'm going to safely come back, yeah, then for sure, free trip to the moon, y'all. Got to fight true. someone. Get That's out true. some aggression. Yeah. That's true. I have been going to kickboxing. I mean, I'm not. It's been a lot of fun. I've never been in a fight, like a physical fight like Me that. Either. So I don't know how I would handle. I feel like it would be a bunch of like bitch slapping. <laughs> yeah. You're also on the moon, right? And so I'm assuming the gravity's. Yeah, if I push you just a little bit, you're gonna just gonna like float. Yeah, I feel like that would be. We're both gonna a fun fight. See, I'm into it. It's like a bouncy house fight on yeah. the moon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would take this challenge. Yeah. And I would just go in with some like. Exactly. Like bitch slapping technique. <laughs> See, and if you just bitch slap, if you are the bitch slapper, mm -hmm. then they'll fly away, mm -hmm. and then the, the fight's done. Yeah. Now you're just down the moon. Well, we all know <laughs> the, just, a good time. just like the Earth, the moon is flat, so oh, right. just kick them real hard. Yeah. <laughs> flat Earthers <laughs> unite. <laughs> That's our sign. I really oh, hope wow. someone believes we, that we're telling. The, like, you're we, not oh, a flat Earther, are you? Oh, yeah, I am. Totally. Flat Earther. <laughs> no, we had a whole uh, we had a whole on the spot episode where we talked about being flat earthers, and because I had just seen the yeah. Netflix documentary Behind the Curve, yeah, it's all about so flat earthers. I've not seen that one. It's amazing. The one show on the um, seen that one. I would do it only if I got a guarantee that I'd be able to come back, go and come back safely, because yeah. um, like I've gotten a fear of flying recently, which sucks. Oh, but um, but I like I said, I have been taking kickboxing. So I think that so would be ready. fun to kickbox on the moon. Yeah. yeah. Keep your guard up. Yeah. It's going to be really tough to get a good hit in on the moon. Because, like, once you hit once, then you're, like, slow. Yeah, you're both. You're both. Away. Yeah, like, if you have to run towards each other. I haven't been in a pool in a long time, so I don't know if I'm Ooh. prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. You could train. You could train there. Would you Would you do it, Jess? I think I would do it just, just for fun, just to go up there, knowing that I, again, could come back safely. Yeah. Uh, I would just go up there just to go to the moon and then th throw around my body, you know, just kind of like interpretive dance and then Ooh, come back down. Okay. Yeah. Do it. Interpretive dance at somebody. <laughs> you created, yeah. created your own fighting style yeah. now. You're gonna, yeah, you're, you're going to have to market this and yeah. have classes. I feel like I'd go up there We're with a the person. Money. Yes. Yeah. And be like, let's not fight. Let's just fuck around on the moon for like just, an hour. Just true. Yeah. Them. Talk Ooh. some sense to them at first and just be like, come on. Hey, come on. Yeah. No, I feel like this not. person has gone out of their way. Yeah. They look to, really like, well. I want you. <laughs> And I've got money, and we're gonna go to the, on moon. the, moon. Yeah. On the moon. You, yeah. me, moon. Moon yeah. now. Because even Let's if you got it. your ass kicked, you're like, I went to the moon. Right. Mm -hmm. We all know this is this is um, the Tesla dude, right? Like. Oh, Elon Musk. Oh. oh. It's just 100. <laughs> him walking up to us in a bar, being like, "You, me, moon. We're the same size, yeah. right? Let's fucking yeah. go." Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I feel like he would be my size, though. I feel like he's, <laughs> he's short. Like, he's just like a yeah. little. Is he like, I feel like he's short. I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like, I don't like he's probably. How tall is Elon Musk? Those are the there you go. There's your title. Title, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one. Yes. You meet your soulmate. Uh -huh. okay. However, there is a catch. Every three years, someone will break both of your soulmate's collarbones with a crescent wrench. What? <laughs> Every what three. Years? Every three years. And there's only one way you could stop this from happening. You must swallow a pill that will make every song you hear for the rest of your life sound as if it's being performed by the band Alice in Chains. What? <laughs> I don't even know what they sound like. <laughs> when you hear Creedence Clearwater revival on the radio, <laughs> it will sound to your ears like it's being played by Alice in Chains. If you see Radiohead live, every one of their tunes will sound like it's being oh, covered no. by Alice in Chains. This sounds awful. When you hear a commercial jingle on TV, it will sound like Alice in Chains. <laughs> Is this in addition to that they're getting their collarbones? No. Or. It's oh. or. If you sing to yourself in the shower, your voice will sound like oh, a deceased no. Alice in Chains Bop vocalist. No. Well, that's not too bad. Would you swallow the pill? Wait. So if you swallow the pill, that Wait, will it's happen. one or the other? Either your soulmate's collarbones get broken every three years, or you take this pill and now all the music sounds like. Oh, Allison I'm single Chase. for forever. I'm going to be the dog lady then. All right. <laughs> the I can't do either of those things. <laughs> I have very few talents in life, and singing is one of them. <laughs> so if I have to hear myself sounding like that. Alice in Chains? No, oh, thank you. man. Well, I think about how I could start a cover band. But then I think about how 
You won't know what it sounds like. I wouldn't know what it okay. sounds like, and I couldn't ever enjoy Beyonce again. Oh, oh yeah. that's a big deal for you. Be Beyonce and Chains. I love <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce and Chains. <laughs> Be Beyonce oh. and Chains. There's your other title, Eric. Write it down. I uh, I think I would take the pill. I can't stand people I love being in pain. Someone give me a fucking crescent rich and call. Trevor Collins right now. No, I take the pill. No, what's that? Oh, you take the pill. You yes. take the pill. You I take would the pill. take the pill to make all this music sound like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn it. I was so ready forever. to fucking bop him. No, I, I can't deal with that. Um, pain, yeah, putting other people in pain. Like, seeing mm -hmm. people in pain, even if it's just a little Plus bit. On the, and then the time that they have to heal, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, once yeah. they've healed, like, oh. And eventually they're going to look really ugly, too. Yeah. <laughs> Their bodies, after a while, it's like, they're going to be just like, it happens, and then they're like, okay, I get to recover. And then, like, yeah. the days leading up to that three year mark, they're just like, take the fucking pill. I know. It's awful. You think they get used to it after a while. Selfish. Mm, no. <laughs> I guess I would take the pill. <laughs> would you take begrudgingly? Take the pill. I I would probably take it. Yeah. yeah. I don't like both. I don't like either, but I'd probably take it. I'm a dog like, lady then for forever. I was forever no, alone. No pill and no. No no pain and no pill and no, no pain, love. No, <laughs> no pain, no pill. <laughs> now I have to look up more songs by Alice in Chains. <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right, this is an interesting one. Okay. <clears throat> At the age of 30, okay. you suffer a blow to the skull. The head trauma leaves you with a rare form of partial amnesia. Though you are otherwise fine, you're completely missing five years from your life. <clears throat> you have no memory of anything that happened between the ages of 23 and 28. That's okay. That period of your life is completely <laughs> gone. You are told by friends and family that when you were 25, you supposedly became close friends with someone you met on the street. You possess numerous photos of you and this person, and everyone in your life insists that this individual was your best friend for more than two years. You were allegedly inseparable. In fact, you find several old letters and emails from this person that vaguely indicate that you may even sh have shared a brief romantic relationship. Ooh, hot, but hot, yeah. something happened between you and this individual when you were 27, and the friendship abruptly ended. And apparently, you never told anyone what caused this schism. So, it remains a mystery to all. I can't spell. The friend moved away soon after this incident, wholly disappeared from your day-to-day -day life, <laughs> but you have no memory of any of this. Within the context of your own mind, this person never even existed. Mm -hmm. There is tangible proof that you deeply love this friend, but whenever you look at his or her photograph, all you see is a stranger. Six weeks after the accident, you are informed that this person has suddenly died. How sad do you feel? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I, well, clearly I don't remember them. And they, well, I don't know who did something wrong, but it doesn't matter because I don't actually remember. I just think of uh, Nickelback's, I can't sing it. Can't. Look, Look at, at this, this graph. <laughs> Look at this graph. Look at this graph. I'll just do it like that. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I wouldn't feel sad either. Yeah, because you really have no. You like, actually yeah. don't feel anything towards Be this person because anyway. all of your feelings towards people. Sorry, that was me. Um, are emotional feelings that you have memories of these people. Yeah, and like basically you are your memories. Yeah, and if you don't have those memories anymore, it's then there's nothing really to be sad about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel sad that a person has lost their life, but I'd be like. See, I don't even think that because I, I know that I, at this day and age, like so many people die that you've just become um, numb. What's the, yeah, um, not numb, but like it's, it's unaffected by hearing all of these apathy. Yeah, well, because so, like it, it happens so often that it's just become the norm and it's unfortunate, but it's, I, I, I don't know this person just as much as I don't know, like a stranger. Yeah, like an old, person dying of age. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those times where I would have stopped, but I kept going. So yeah. are we glad that I keep going? Yeah, well, I, like I like it. I like that you kept going. Now, so. Yeah. I think yeah. I would get somewhat like obsessive with trying to figure it out. I'm like, I had, I'll be looking at the photos and be like, but this person died. Like, just knowing my mind and my anxiety ridden mind, I'd be like, oh my God, this so person you'd died. So you'd be going crazy over I'd be it. just like, uh, uh, and making those noises. <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, you couldn't go to the funeral making those noises. No, I just <laughs> put a mask over my mouth. <laughs> like, Tina. Yeah. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't yeah, know. That's Live and weird. let die. Well, they did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> they died. All right. That's a, that's, a, that's, an that's a deep one. one. Yeah. It's a deep one. I feel like that, people are going to have different opinions on that. but Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually really interested in hearing other people's opinions on mm -hmm. things. Like it's, the other side. Whenever you feel so, like, affirmative in a response, like I do with this one, I'm, I'm, it's always interesting to hear when people be like, I don't know, I think I would be sad. And I was like, but you don't remember them. How would you be sad? Mm -hmm. I guess it's a discussion opener. Yeah, mm -hmm. everyone, everyone handles things differently, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even, I guess, people knowing that they were close at one point might feel sad. That's true. Uh, all right. Imagine you could go back to the age of five and relive the rest of your life, knowing everything that you know now. You will re-experience your entire adolescence with both the cognitive ability of an adult and the memories of everything you've learned from having lived your life previously. Whoa. Here's the question. Oh would you lose your virginity earlier or later than you did the first time around? <laughs> wow, that's, that's the, the question? question. <laughs> wow. Man. And by how many years? Wow. Oh, man. The first thing, you know what, the first thing I thought of was I would, when you're like five years old, I was like, oh, open a retirement account. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the first I get thing I yeah. 401k. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, here I am. I'm five. I know. Yes. Give me a yes. 401k. Mom, you know this $5 allowance you give me yeah. every Double month? it. Double Put it in it. the bank. Yeah. Um, would you lose your virginity earlier or later than you did? I it's, had my first kiss at 15, yeah. and then I lost my virginity at 16. Yeah. I moved by Al. I feel like it made me the, like, what's the, like, a, the sexually confident, positive person that I am. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't really change that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wouldn't I mean, change it? Yeah. No. I mean, I, it's, like, such a... At this point, it's such an insignificant moment in my life. Yeah, yeah. it really. You know? mm -hmm. um, I think people put a lot of weight on that, and it's just like eh. I think that's too much. It's, mm -hmm. It puts a lot Whatever. of pressure. I don't on even remember kids. it. I agree. <laughs> yeah, the amount of pressure that's put on people in general for losing your virginity and like the huge deal that it is and has to be—it's like you forget as long quick. as you're comfortable with someone and something. Yeah. yeah. And confident yeah. yourself. I, I think I was with like the right person too, because they were a virgin as well, and we were both just idiot kids. It was it was like a relationship that I'd been in, and this that was the uh, like a, a good neutral, soft, kind person to do that with. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that would have happened if I was older. Yeah. Because right people place, right time. people are like yeah. assholes oh, when they get older. Fuck they it. are. Would you guys change? No, mm -hmm. I yeah I was with the guy for like a year and then we had sex. He was my he was my boyfriend, so I wouldn't yeah. change it. I felt Ditto. comfortable with him and yeah, same. Yeah, I was it was in a relationship for six years with the guy. I lost my virginity too, so yeah, yeah. I feel like it happened the perfect right. Yeah, moment. yeah. Well, thank you guys for playing hypothetical. Uh, you're welcome. That was Barb. fun. Super fun. There's many more in there. Super that we'll get fun to in the future. Uh, so before we move on, I would like to say that this episode of Always Open is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step -step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. They do all the meal planning, shipping, and prepping so you can focus on a healthier you and happier family. Cooking is enjoyable and easy with HelloFresh. Spend less time at the grocery store and more time doing more of what you love. All meals come together in 30 minutes maximum. Call for less than two pots and pans and require minimal cleanup. They have three plans to choose from, classic veggie and family, and they have the option to switch between for when your tastes change. I recently made the Parmesan crusted chicken they sent and it was chef's kiss. Ooh. I've actually used HelloFresh. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's delicious. So easy, so simple. It included a creamy lemon tomato spaghetti and I can't wait to make it again with the recipe card that they sent. Get out of the recipe rut and start cooking outside your comfort zone. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com slash always80 and enter the code always80. That's hellofresh.com slash always80 and promo code always80. Thanks to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode of Always Open. All right, HelloFresh. Oh, I may do that. Would that be cheeky to like start a new? We got a promo code. Do it. Code. Yeah, code I for you. Do it. I'm always, I really enjoy cooking, but I, I find it kind of a pain in the butt to like get massive amounts of like, like say I only need one spice for this oh, new yeah. dish, and you have to buy this whole thing of it, and mm -hmm. like, there's no way I'm gonna use all yeah. that. A lot of yep. food waste yep. for that. Oh, yeah. It yep. really is. Um, then they're just, just, uh, my parents just got HelloFresh. They love it. Wow. They love it. Did yeah. they use our code? They did. Good. <gasps> oh, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Look at off. Nice. All right. 
Well, let's move on to our first segment of the show. Mm. Yes. First segment. This one hits so close to home. <laughs> this one comes from Kendra P. Kendra asks, are you good at making friends? <laughs> We get so many questions about making friends. We get a, a lot of questions a, about making that's friends. That's a big question. Yeah. It's, um, it's, an, it's an intense question. Mm. Yeah, it's always people who are like going to college or moving somewhere for their spouse <clears throat> mm -hmm. or something. It's always like a big change is happening. How do I make meet people? Yeah. I, I got a few answers for that, I guess. Um, well, when I moved to Los Angeles, was I was three years ago? Yeah, three and a half years ago, oh, almost wow. four. I, I was moving with a significant other, and all of my friends ended up being with that person. Um, I'm no longer with said significant other, and I've realized that a lot of the close friends that I have are friends that, I, though I did make through that person, um, I don't really have too many outside of the relationship, just right. because like you spend so much time with right. in, in a relationship. Yeah. So like, your friend groups yeah. kind of tend to be the same uh -huh. people. Yeah, I. I, because of the industry that I'm in, like the, um, you only like see people whenever you're on set or things like that. It's a little difficult to start making friends. I will say that I find making friends easy, but I don't find that I want to make friends. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No new friends. I'm, well, I. Is it because it's of the effort it takes and almost, it's almost like dating. It's, it's oh, like, yeah, it's you have to like, re, well, there's the, the anxiety of it. And then there's like the, the restarting with all these like new people. And I, and I think yeah. I've, I've slowly come, become more comfortable with myself and being alone in, in like a good way. Cause I know people, a lot of people don't handle being alone. They, right. they think of, of it as a lonely thing and yeah. it's not. So I, I find my, my alone time a very good thing to have, and I've already made the, the, the few friends that I would like to maintain. Yeah. That said, it is, like, I, I say, like, going to, like, Pilates and things like that is a good way to, to like, start making friends and that kind, kind of thing. thing. Just, like, acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah, just people that you can, like, hang out with occasionally, not someone that you want to, like, dump your whole life on, because those people I feel like you, you've already met. Yeah. 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 Usually, yeah. yeah. Um, I am terrible at making new friends, um, <laughs> and I'm the opposite. Where it's like I'm bad at it, but I want to do it more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, only because I feel like a I'm already such an awkward person, mm -hmm. and I feel like if I want to be friends with someone, it almost feels like I'm forcing it too much. Where it's like, how do I get this person? How do I say like? I want to hang out with this person without it being yeah. a weird. You just be like me and yeah. yell it at their don't, face. Yeah. yeah like, hey, do you want to like be friends? It's such like, like weird. I right remember now. a yeah. girl doing that to me in like third grade, like coming over and whispering me like, "You want to be my friend?" And I still remember how weird that was to yeah. me, even <laughs> though we were in like third grade. I feel like that's the only yeah, age right? where people feel still comfortable doing yeah. that. Yeah. Except just if like you're put your balls me. on the table. <laughs> Meryl recently um, with Allie, who did. helps us out with core and, and yeah. works with Bernie. She's uh, Bernie's assistant. I just I just think she's the coolest person and super sweet. And so I was just like, hey, well, I want you to be my friend. I have a goal to make a new friend, and I want you to be my new friend. I, it's going well. <laughs> That's so like far. So far. I yeah. feel like at this age, we know what we like. So if you have a connection with a person, then Go, you're you're yeah. basically friends. But yeah. if you don't feel an immediate connection, then you're like, why waste my time? That right. is. That's yep. It's yeah. yeah it's, it's it's it is true. very much like dating. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you feel that you feel a certain spark with someone. And you're yeah. Like, oh, I know you and I can get along. Yeah. And then you meet people, and you're like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. This but and that's okay. Yeah, that's fine yeah. too. And both of you know that, and you're both actually pretty happy, like that. Yeah. You understand that we won't be friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. I do feel. You don't have to fake it. And yeah. this is like my own personal, I guess, anxiety and just me being hypercritical of myself and everything around me. But it's. I've seen and I've witnessed female friendships my whole life. And I've never felt like I've had that like very stereotypical female friendship where it's just like, you know, you are crying in each other's arms and like opening up about all this stuff. I've, yeah. I've always felt like I can't, I have a hard time connecting with people yeah. that way. And yep. then when I see other people having it, I'm like, I want I that. Want that. Yeah. But I don't know how to get it. Like, yeah. you are my best friend. Like you are my best friend. And you and I don't have that relationship, yeah. but we're, I, we're but very we talk to each similar. Other yeah, you know everything. all of my everything, and we don't have the like crying into each other's arms and like I don't know. This is maybe it's because I've I've 
bisexual and I've always like been worried that girls would be like it coming on to me. Mm. I've never she been me that all that time yeah. about you. It's really <laughs> <laughs> Why is she touching me? I've always been worried about being like too like I'm not a very handsy, touchy, feely person unless mm. it's with my significant other. Yeah. So Same. I've never been like the touchy feely like all these girls that can take photos where they're oh, in each yeah. other's faces and like kissing yeah. cheeks, cheeks yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, how do you do that without? Yeah. I don't. So. Yeah. I don't even like to pee in the same time as people. I've oh, had people oh, wow. come into the stalls with me, and I was like, I guess this is the kind of friends we are. <laughs> <laughs> and I've and I've done it, and I felt really proud of myself because they clearly don't give a shit. But I'm over here being like, you can see my vagina. <laughs> it's funny that I've had the nicest times, like getting to know other women, especially ones that I'm like just acquaintances with, when it's like you go out and you have some wine. Sure. Wine is so great. It opens, yeah. it, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that drinking is the answer yeah. for anything, but like, there's so much, like, it's like a date. Yeah. Loose, loose like, like a date, yeah, yeah, where you just feel like you it's can social a lubricant. Yes. Also, these questions are so interesting because it's like, are we just as individuals? Because I used to have a, a, fr a female friendship like that when I was growing up, and then uh, we made a pact before high school that we wouldn't do drugs, have sex, or drink all throughout high school. Two of those were broken for me, sex and, and Drug, not drugs, uh, drinking. And uh, and I had sex before her. And oh, no. she was yes. she was devastated that I had sex before her and it it broke our friendship up. Did it really? It really did. She she thought I betrayed her because we didn't do it together. No. And How are you gonna do it together? This, no, together. All right, set like, your watches. Right. He's about to put it in it's me. Straight up pen fifteen. Okay, Becky, me too. Um, we got our first fingers <laughs> together. <laughs> But I mean, she, oh, I think she meant it as like with both of our boyfriends this weekend, Saturday night, 7 p.m. Like it's going down, but yeah. it didn't happen that way. You should have texted each other and being like, "Did you do it?" Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what she. Like wanted. you got 30 seconds, bitch. It sounds like she read a lot of "Hello God, It's Me, Margaret," and she needs to calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like, and then like, we took a, a a year off of being friends, and then got then we're friends again, and it just wasn't the same. So she was that was that one person, and I do have another best friend I consider my best friend, but she lives in uh, a different city. Yeah. And so I just, I don't mm -hmm. see her. I don't have that like yeah. crying relationship. You know, yeah. I want to, absolutely. But I'll I also feel you. like, am I that type of person too? I wonder. Cause, like, I feel like, yeah, not everyone is. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like the girl, sometimes, you know, you see, you watch the movies with those type of girls. I'm like, I don't know if I'm just that type of girl. Cause I, va I value my alone time a lot too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I just wonder, I'm like, am I like that? Like, I don't know, just, I'll just be alone in my room and cry sometimes. Yeah. I can't even do that. I can't cry alone either. Like, yeah. I've, well, I've started to maybe a little bit more just because fucking everything makes me cry. Like, yeah. Dumbo, crying. Yeah. Commercial, <laughs> sure. crying. I started listening to, like, <laughs> This Is Me, the, like, uh, the Disney, the greatest showman. But and I'm just always, I every time you cry. Yeah. I know. Yep. Like, every single stupid song, even if it's it's not that I'm just like, I can't see this, I'm feeling it. <laughs> well, I talked about this so, on the RT podcast this week where for Avengers Endgame, how like I, I cried it. through the whole movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I started crying at the fucking Star Wars trailer see, and I didn't stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. so I was like, why did it the Star Wars trailer make me cry? I'm like, everything I'm, makes uh, me cry. Yep. Uh, yeah, I saw it, I saw it uh, again on Saturday and uh, See, no, you cried everything though. I don't do you? cry at everything. Notorious. So like, I've, I Art, don't know you that well, but I do but know that you know. about you. Uh, <laughs> already seen the movie. Know exactly what happens. Everything. D again, didn't get up yeah. to go to the bathroom and just sat there and cried throughout all of it. And I was just like, why? I, I know what's going on. Why am I crying about this? I know it's, who dies. Yeah, I know actually. who lives. Because you have a heart. But I still, <laughs> I, I still refuse to like full on cry alone. Unless yeah. I'm like drunk and all inhibitions are gone, then I can allow myself to cry by myself. <laughs> That's the saddest thing, just wine drunk crying. That's <laughs> the best crying when you're literally just like, like I love to whale cry in the shower. Yeah. Just yeah. like get it out. Just like, you know, it might not even be that sad, but I'm just like oh, wailing. I think I figured out what the it. most white girl thing is, is when you're you're bawling your eyes out and you go to the mirror to watch yourself. <laughs> yes! Oh, she okay. just said it, because yes. I know I'm, I'm an ugly crier. I'm like, what? I'm an ugly Look at you. Look at you. My That's great. face gets all pink. Oh, yeah. There's makeup all yeah. over the place. Oh, yeah. Have you? I've cried to the point where I had a full face of makeup on. I cried so much that it was gone. Gone. Ooh, that's, that's, a just, good, that's a nice, natural way to remove makeup. Yeah. I, I yeah. like going to the bathroom in those instances to take off the makeup with my face wipe so I can be like, 
clean. <laughs> and then keep crying. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever I look at myself in the mirror when I'm crying, it makes me stop instantly because I'm like, you look like a fucking jackass. Yes. Do you have the same reaction when you get drunk and you see you walk by a mirror and you're just like, <laughs> it's kind of like this, like. <laughs> Yeah, I get. I go, I'll get embarrassed with myself. <laughs> and even when it's yeah, there. it's like this light little like. I start picking at things when I see myself in the mirror. Like whenever I had uh, those fake eyelash extensions, uh, I look at them and be like, "I'm gonna take you fuckers off." <laughs> and then all of them were gone the uh, next morning. Yeah, you're not gonna do it safely. Nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, ultimately, I think uh, I don't know if anyone's good at making friends. Um, I think I've got. I'm actually better. really good at it. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're good. I think I've gotten better with the people that I, I I like have more friend confidence because I had I had friends in college who would or people I knew in college who would approach me and kind of the same thing be like, yeah. hey, I want to be your friend. Like one of my best friends now, yeah. Um, she was straight up just like, hey, like this is happening. We're gonna be friends. Really? Aww, Alex. Nice. No, it was, well, it was okay. similar to Alex, but my other friend Ellen, um, uh, and we're still best friends to this day. Um, she's actually this living me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, this is happening. We're doing this. Forcing um, friendship upon you. What if that you? happens to someone that, like, they do that to you, but you don't like them? Awkward. Well, that's kind of how it was with, uh, like, my, my friend Ellen. Like, I didn't know her at all. Um, and she was just kind of, like, boisterous and a little bit, like, too much. And I was just like, I don't know about this. And, and you then, just sort of ghost. And they, they just, like, they're like mold. They fucking grow on you. Yeah. You know? That's how it is. Yeah. We have a mutual friend, Alex, who and I told her the other day, I was just like, for the type of person that you are and the type of person that I am, I'm very surprised that I can tolerate you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have yeah. learned that there are some friends that you have to take in small doses, but oh, you can still sure. maintain as friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. I think my thing, though, right now is that I have that, like, southern, just genuine kindness. That sounds like a douchey thing to say. I'm super genuinely canned. Mm -hmm. um, but but you're in, from Texas. I'm yeah. from Texas, but in L.A., people are like that. So whenever mm. there's, like, a, a genuine vibe coming from a person, they're kind of shocked. Mm. So I think that's what makes it easier is because I'm in a city full of assholes. So people yeah. actually believe you when you're nice. So to them. people yeah. believe like, me. Yeah. But then my anxiety is just like they don't like you. <laughs> so then I don't actually. I make feel like friends. I've been spoiled as an adult working here, because that's how I've met. Oh, yeah. built-in friends. All yeah. my friends that yeah. I've made, even like Aaron when you were in Austin, that's how I met you is through Miles, mm -hmm. and like just everything that's happened here and mm -hmm. like meeting you guys and I yeah. consider some you guys some of my best mm -hmm. friends too and. I don't have any friends in Austin that aren't yep. associated with this place. Have you? Do you want to? Yes and no. Yeah. I feel like I am already too busy to yeah. maintain the friendships I have. Yeah, but I, I do also feel like that we are in, in a different circumstance than if people not in this circle. Yeah, like mm -hmm. that's some. I don't. Yeah, like a non-inclusive thing. But like meeting new people, it's a little bit hard because they, they don't deal with some of the same things that we do. Yeah, mm -hmm. being in, in a similar industry definitely helps. Yeah, in terms that, of making that relationships. for sure. But I definitely, almost all of my friends have been from relationships. Like all of, whenever I was with Miles, that was all like my rooster teeth. And then mm. all the LA yeah. friends are from the LA boyfriend. And Yeah, it, I mean, that's naturally it's just, how yeah, relationships yeah, I've been yeah. mm -hmm. Whether it's life. through partners or jobs or yeah. school. Pilates helps. I forced my friendship upon her recently. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. You did. She I'm just going to keep throwing it out. Pilates will fix everything. She wouldn't crack for a while. <laughs> and then there was one time during our holiday shoot, I went up to her and I'm like, look, I can tell like you have a wall up with me and I don't know why this is and I want to be a friend. And you, and then ever, ever since then you, 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 you like chilled. But well, a bit. I, I, here's up. the thing is that <laughs> I'm. Here she goes. She's going to spit out some BS right now. <laughs> All right, what? I Bit. still don't like you. And it's, See? it's the BS. really weird. I no, think you keep okay. pushing no. it. What was, Thank that, you. what was that tweet that you made? Like, it was something that Meryl said to you about how, like, I just started liking you three minutes ago or something like <laughs> what that. What was it? I, I forgot. Don't yeah. I don't know. But um, I do appreciate that you did that. But um, I will say that, like, I have to get to know someone. And you, yeah. you wanted me to really trust you and like love you. Yep. And I, I was do. just like, I don't know you well enough, and I have to get to a point. Where <laughs> yep. Yes, I love did. Me. Yep. Yeah. No. I yeah. mean, and, and I'll be honest. Yep. Like that's yep. how it was. She was like, yep. I want you to be that kind of friend with me, and I was uh -huh. just like, I don't know you well enough. And now, yeah. like, we have an office together. We like we work yeah. really now well together. Now I regret together. this decision. I know. Yeah. I regret it. And I now I'm just like, friends. what's up, you stupid bitch? I love you so fucking much. That's sweet. That's sweet. It's not throwing you in the trash can. Could be doing that. That's true. That's a Christina. That's only. Let me know how much you else got you too. 
Something that I appreciate about <laughs> Jessica is just how honest you are. Oh, yeah. That because has helped with my adult friendships. It's just like, yeah. hey, I'm just going to be honest. Just honest. Yeah. Crazy yeah. how that works. I, right? Also, I know. <laughs> right? Like, you yeah. also voice concerns and, and thoughts that most people would never have the guts to. Oh, yeah. Or admit to. And I, I feel like that takes such strength and like. It's that vulnerability trying to work work in that. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Thank I you. I appreciate Healthy it. Healthy AF. Try, I'm trying to. And I feel like that really does, it, it's a good foundation for friendships because it's like, if you can't be honest yeah. and like genuine, it's like, how are we gonna, how are we gonna make this work? That's so true. Yeah. Like yesterday, I was having a really bad day, like mentally, and I had no idea why. But I could tell, like I was spending the day with my mom and mm -hmm. I could tell that she was like, feeling vibes for me and I thought like normally I would just keep it to myself but I just decided to be completely open and honest being like this is why I'm acting like this I don't understand what's going on and then like she and I talked about it so I started feeling better but it, it just makes it easier when everyone knows like when all the cards are on the table you can yeah. you can help yeah. each other it's scary but it's yeah. Like, yeah I think this is best but it feels really good it though does feel good. just to be like why have I not just said this stuff out I loud know. People are too, they hold too much in. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, then it just bothers them. And then it's like a fart. Out. You gotta let it out, or else your tummy's fun. gonna hurt. Yeah, you yeah. Gotta, it's just the fart. <laughs> well, this one kind of, kind of ties into friendships as well. This question comes from Dana G. And Dana wants to know what do you experience more? FOMO, which is fear of missing out, mm -hmm. or JOMO? Joy of missing out. That one's new. Uh, JOMO just started to be a thing. It did just yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a, Bit of half and half. Same if here. I see yeah. the pictures, then I'll feel bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if I don't, then I'm like, out of sight, out well, of mind. No. Isn't that kind of a weird thing nowadays? So weird. Like it happens to everybody. But yep. if if people are hanging out and I hear about it after the fact with no video or photo evidence of it happening, I'm just like, oh, like that. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad yeah, you guys sure. it's, yeah. it's the photographic evidence that you're like, well, shit. Now you actually had fun, and I can tell you're having fun. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. I, as I've gotten older, uh, sign me up for some fucking Jomo. Yeah. Like, yeah. leave me yeah. in my house to rot alone. <laughs> um, live your life. I'm cool watching it from the sidelines. There's like certain things that um, that I definitely do still have fun before. Like one of my best friends, she had an engagement party um, that I didn't realize at the time was like a family only thing because I saw a few of our friends there and yeah. I was just like, oh, like they didn't even invite me. This sucks. Yeah. Um, and I was like devastated for that. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I kind of talked to her and realized like, oh, it was like a family thing. Like yeah. these people just happen to be here because they're in town. She lives in a different place. And so I like that's like, less FOMO and more like being offended that a close friend of yours. Yeah, but it, it was also yeah. like, oh shit, like am I gonna, like this huge event is happening in her life. Mm -hmm. Am I like now gonna miss out on the rest of it? Like am yeah. I gonna get invited to the wedding? Just like, you know, spiraling. Yeah. yeah. I feel like now. FOMO and JOMO mm. is like really circumstantial. It's oh, like, yeah. who was there? What is it? How am I feeling right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was telling Barb earlier that uh, the, I think the root cause of where my FOMO comes from is not having enough confidence in the current relationships of the people that are actually there. Yeah. So it's it's more like oh they're strengthening their friendships and I'm not there for it's yeah. l it's less about like oh they went to a party or w yeah. whatever they're yeah. doing it's, it's more it's, about like oh they're they're getting that's I'm not yeah not they're in bonding that. yeah they're yeah. bonding mm -hmm. and I'm not there to bond not, as well <laughs> yes <exactly. laughs> well that they didn't ask you to be there they didn't want me to bond yeah them. they didn't think they didn't think of me when they were like well, I'm gonna have this bonding night yeah bonding. so that's <laughs> bondage I, yeah <laughs> yeah I kind of get that where yeah. like you I I used to put in a lot of energy into friendships that I wasn't getting back and it, yeah. so I would be hurting my own feelings yeah. because I thought that this was like a, a friendship that we had and then they clearly weren't reciprocating whether or not it had anything to do with me or if that's just who they are or yeah something I I used to experience mind. I would do that all the time I used to experience FOMO regularly like yeah. all the time if I'd ever especially with social media that's like the root of all of it where mm -hmm. you'd Evil. see people hanging out that you I'm like I thought I was good friends with this person and they're doing this whole game night or party and they didn't invite me like why but then Whenever I organize plans, I don't invite everyone I'm friends with. Right. So I'm sure. like, yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm. People have multiple friends that they yeah. don't include every single person mm -hmm. that they're yeah. friends with. Can you yeah. imagine if every time you hung out with someone, you had to invite everyone everybody? You yeah, it would be impossible. That's, that's one thing that kind of helps my anxiety is that like you put yourself in their situation, being like, if I was 
them. I wouldn't do this, and I'm not even thinking about it that hard. It's not like a, an intentional thing. It's right. just how yeah. shit happens sometimes. And especially if they are your true friends, if they didn't invite you, it's it has it's probably nothing personal. Yeah. Too. And that's something I have to remind myself of yeah. too. It is funny though, because whenever I am influenced by my fear of or my FOMO, I guess, for yeah. missing out, and I do go to a, an event that I was invited to, like someone's birthday or something. They're like, Let, we're getting drinks, and I get there, and I'm like, all I want to do is be home in my pajamas. In my pajamas. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, oh, it's yeah. always hindsight, where you're Why? just like, yeah. I didn't need to come to this, yeah. or like. I think as you get older, you, you realize the hindsight before you go. That's yeah. something I actually want to talk to my therapist <laughs> about, and just be like, why is it that like when I go out with my friends, a lot of the time I'm just like, just can't wait to be home. Yeah. Like why? Like why do I feel that way? Yeah. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. And then other times I'm like, I just want Depends on your mood. Yeah. It's probably yeah. Situational. But I think yeah. I think Jomo's taken over for me a little bit. Oh that's, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, just well, like to nest, you know. Having a perfect. It's good like time. especially like when you're an adult and you have to work and pay bills and do shit. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. fucking don't no one want to fuck with me today. Yeah. It's like. Leave me alone. I just paid so many bills today. I killed a lot of bills when I watch Netflix. <laughs> yep. There is always, though, that fear of if I don't hang out with people enough, oh, yeah, for those sure. friendships will dwindle. Yeah. yeah. And that, I think, is my biggest. Yeah. I think social media has actually helped with that because then you can interact in a very minute way yeah. mm -hmm. across social media and it will feel like you're checking in with that friendship. True. Because yeah. like, you and I don't live in the same city anymore, but even just like tweeting at each other will be like, all right, we checked in. Yep. Yeah, and or like liking an Instagram now. photo. Yeah, yeah, that's enough now. Yeah, which for not not for everybody, but I think yeah. depending on the friendship. Yeah. Oh yeah. For those yeah. who don't pee in front of each other, we're doing pretty okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, before we move on to our final topic, which is the box of issues, of course, I would like to say thank you to ButcherBox. This episode of Always Open is brought to you by ButcherBox. ButcherBox makes it easy to get high quality meat that you can trust. Every month, ButcherBox delivers 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild Alaskan salmon directly to your door. The incredible quality of ButcherBox meat starts with the commitment to humanely raised animals that are never fed antibiotics or hormones, and it's delivered right to your door. Choose from four curated boxes or customize your own box so you can get exactly what you and your family love. Each box comes with at least 9 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individually sized meals. The meat is frozen at the peak of freshness in individual vacuum sealed packs. There's no other way to get high quality meat that you could trust. ButcherBox delivers right to your door on dry ice. Meryl, you probably yeah, love Oh, <laughs> man, it was like Christmas. Yeah? Oh, sweet, sweet Jesus. <laughs> sweet I had a... Meat. Darn heyday, I didn't want to curse, <laughs> but um, no, the, the box came and I've already had one of the, um, I had a, uh, why am I blinking, a New York strip steak, oh, yeah. um, that I cooked on my sous vide, but it was just so good, and it was just like. Didn't you post a picture of it too? I did, oh, yeah. All the meat I posted, yeah, yeah, it was, and I didn't expect to get so much, it was just like, came to my door, and I opened it, and I was just like, oh, here's a few things, and I just kept taking meat out of the box, and I was just like, I think I, I think I died on my way home because this is my heaven. It's heaven. It was well, I mean, so much. Well, I mean, feel free to so call me next time if you need help eating that. You got it, girl. You can send me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just lick your phone screen. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll uh, I'll get a drone and when fly it to time. fly it to you. Oh yeah, over to LA. It's the best. <gasps> when, whenever I found out ButcherBox was sponsoring us, I absolutely lost my mind. That's yeah, great. that's great. I was gonna. I, yeah, I remember that. I was like, Meryl's gonna love this. Yeah. I'm so hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, ButcherBox is offering new members, which you could be, a free ultimate barbecue bundle plus ten dollars off their first box. Celebrate the start to grilling season with one of their best deals ever for the ultimate barbecue bundle, absolutely free in your first ButcherBox butcher plus twenty dollars off. Go to butcherbox.com/alwaysopen or enter the promo code alwaysopen. That's two New York strip steaks, baby back ribs, and two pounds of ground beef free in your first box plus $20 off at butcherbox.com slash always open or enter the promo code always open. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I heard everyone's stomach rumble. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's you wanna truly come to the my best. place so you can cook for me? Yeah, dude. I don't know how to cook meat. Cook sign, meat. Sign me up. I don't know how to cook meat. Let's do it. Super easy. Yeah. I get, so, teach I get bad. I'm bad with meat like because I'm always afraid if I don't cook it. All the way through, it's gonna kill. Well, me. that's, oh, that's chicken. kind of the well, yeah. Chicken, you gotta be careful. Chicken, with, for sure, you gotta be careful. With, I like but. a little bloody steak. Oh yeah, mm. get a nice medium rare going on a. There's some people nice who order their beef. steak blue. Oh yeah, that's like, normal. Basically. Yeah. Oh wow, like it's. It's like it's no, it's not even that. Oh. Some, someone just comes by and like. Ah. 
like a hot breath. That's about <laughs> it. They just warm their hands. Yeah. I like that. All right, well, let's do our box of issues question. Okay. This comes from Maximus Mysterio on Ooh. both uh, the Rushi site and Twitter. Hmm. And Maximus Mysterio writes, Hi there, Always Open crew. I've been having a falling out with my most recent best friend. We met back in high school and reconnected last October. We got pretty close, but she's had her, prob her own problems and usually unloaded them onto me. It got bad that sometimes when we'd go out, her attitude or behavior would ruin fun events or outings. I've done the best to support her, but it's been taking a toll on me. I've even placed boundaries between us, but she's broken them or I've broken them to support her. I've taken time away from her because it was too much on my own mental health. I want to talk to her, but I don't know if I still want her around or if I should cut ties for my own mental health and stability. I'm confused and have been on about this for about a month. Should I talk to her and set hard boundaries or should I just cut ties? I think you gotta cut those ties, man. Yeah. I, I recently had someone betray an, a huge amount of my trust and they were really close to me. And the best thing for myself has been to just completely cut them out. Yeah. Cause that you're saving yourself from everything. Cause like, even if you put these these hard boundaries down, it sounds like you're not even following them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can't trust yourself to, to follow your own guidelines and there's no way you can trust this person to follow those guidelines. So I think cutting ties would, it's gonna be rough, but yeah, that's what you gotta do. Agreed. Yeah, just for, I think, your own mental health, she talks about, she or he, um, talks about it quite frequently in this message of just how it's taking a toll on them. Yeah. Um, it's hard on them and you know, in any relationship, it's always a give and take. Like It's always gonna be a struggle to support people and it might take a toll on you or vice versa. But if it's just a constant take, take and take and take and take, yeah. mm -hmm. um, it's not beneficial to your health whatsoever. And ultimately, you don't owe anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. It's, but you can be a you can only be a punching bag for so long yeah. until you're yeah. like yeah. all right I'm either gonna punch back or you're gonna like you gotta get out of my face yeah um, I've had I've Thank never you. really had friendships I think that were like that I've been pretty lucky with my friendships so I did have a relationship that was like that it was just basically mm -hmm. like hey like I'm gonna um, basically I just call on you to like unload and it's it's not healthy because yeah. it's like I'm not getting anything out of this like mm -hmm. this needs to be mutually beneficial yeah. so like mm -hmm. you don't want to dread every time yeah. you have to deal with a certain friend right yeah, yeah. That's not a friendship no yeah. Yeah. yeah no that's why you get a therapist <laughs> no, yeah it's hard to get a therapist yeah. and then be like see you later Sally yeah have you ever been through something like this Jess um I have I think or the, something the, similar yeah something similar yeah and I just had to yeah I just had to kind of move on in my life yeah there yeah I know what you mean yeah it's it's I've had experiences before where I've tried being friends with people mm -hmm. just because either we I was in a relationship where this person was friends with the person I was dating mm -hmm. or they worked with us or were friends of someone who we worked with or something and I was like okay I guess I need to make an effort to be friends with this person and I could see us being friends because we have similar interests or whatever it was and I put an effort, yeah. an effort, an effort, and I got nothing back, nothing mm -hmm. reciprocated. And it's like, at this point, I'm just too old for this shit. Yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. waste your, your time and your energy and your, your mm -hmm. precious mental health on, on people who don't deserve it because right. we're old enough to know yeah. better. Somebody yeah. said it's okay just to be like acquaintances with somebody. Yeah. yeah. And just keep it at that. Not everyone it's needs not to working. be best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, I don't think you necessarily need to cut ties completely with this person. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's just you both take a step back from the friendship. Big break. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they've already tried that, so. Yeah. Like, that's what you, can, you can go back to that, or you can just, bye. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, step one would be to talk about it with them and say, yeah. like, this is really affecting me negatively. Yeah, that's true. Being honest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know, from the sounds of it, it might not have worked to do that. Cause yeah. It, it seems like they've already had com some similar conver conversations, at least, with like yeah. setting up the boundaries and this person. Yeah. I think, yeah. It just doesn't even sound like they trust themselves yeah. enough to follow through with it. Cause, you can't keep I mean, sacrificing yourself. Yeah, it's hard doesn't. whenever you're that kind of person who is, always wants to help and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and having to say no becomes a hassle. Yep. Yeah. So I vote cut. Mm -hmm. Ditto. Cut yeah. them ties. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Not worth either of your time, and this friend of yours, I think, needs to 
find people who are okay dealing with that or maybe seek professional help mm -hmm. therapy. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe she just needs to like learn how to deal with some of her issues on her own and become yeah. strong with herself and stuff like that because I think that's a really important um, trait that a lot of people struggle with is just being okay on your own yeah. mm -hmm. and dealing with things that you're struggling with on your own. No. Very hard. Yeah. Very hard. Not everyone That's is why able to I do have it. Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> dogs. No. Two dogs. Dogs and your therapist. Yes. Yeah. I love them so much. <laughs> I feel like I have her start make you feel. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cloba Loba. <laughs> Let me tell you. Starts licking your face. Oh, it's the stickiest tongue. Yeah. It's so gross. She's got a nasty mouth. <laughs> if you have a nasty mouth, feel free to email us. Always open at roosterteeth.com. Uh, or if you have a question for our box of issues or segment questions. Yeah. If you want to just send us some cheers to that. Yeah. yeah. Love to hear from you. Yeah. Ladies. Barbara. <laughs> thank you for joining me today. Thank oh, you. Oh, to a wonderful episode. So nice. happy to be. And thank yes. you for watching, everybody. See you next week.